Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking about East Alabama flooding. But before we get started on that today, remember, if you've got questions about flood education, flood insurance, and flood zone changes, or even how to get an elevation certificate, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Also, if you want more information and you want to check out our daily flood education videos, they're on our YouTube channel, which is Flood Insurance Guru. If you want the most up-to-date information on flood insurance changes, flood map changes, or even flood education, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. You know That might be iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or even iHeartRadio. So let's talk about today's topic now. And what we're talking about today is we were talking about East Alabama flooding. Now, we talked about this a few years ago, but East Alabama has flooded again, and we want to talk about what it can mean, maybe for long-term rates, long-term flood insurance availability. What should you do? Should you file that flood insurance claim? So let's talk about that. First of all, let's go back to January and February of 2019, and that's when East Alabama experienced significant flooding. You know, you had areas like Lake Logan Martin that were extremely high that caused you know flooding in a lot of areas around the Pell City area. You had Wise Lake that caused a lot of flooding in areas around Leesburg, you know, center throughout Cherokee County and some other counties as well. You even had some potential flooding from the Coosa River in Gaston, Alabama. And when this happened, you had some private companies that pulled back. You had some private companies that were non-renewing policies because they didn't want to do business in that area right now because of all the flooding. You had a lot of people whose rates were going up. Now, did this happen with the National Flood Insurance Program? No. Not yet. I remember that's because they probably haven't come in and done a flood insurance study report that analyzed there may be a higher risk in some of these areas, which it takes a while for that to happen. Now, NFIP risk rating 2.0 could very well change that as well, making that more up to date than the current situation is. So what about this year? You know, Wise Lake kind of reached close to full pool Recently, on March 27th to 28th, the same flooding that impacted areas of Nashville with the Cumberland River and other areas around Nashville. You know, large amounts of rainfall within about a 24 to 48-hour period that caused a lot of flooding. As a result, you had a lot of people who had water in their homes, like they did in 2019. So let's talk about the first question today is, should you file that claim? Maybe you filed a claim in 2019 on your property. We know many people did. We know many people who had total losses in this area. So the question comes into play is, should you file that claim? And you, what you really want to do, whoever your insurance agent is, reach out to them. Have a conversation with them about the potential damage you have. And they should be having a conversation with you about potentially what you could be looking at if you file that claim. Could it put you on what's called the repetitive loss list, which could cause significant increases possibly in flood insurance premiums for you? Maybe it could cause issues with you trying to sell a property if you're getting ready to sell it. These are some things you want to think about before filing that claim. You know, we recently in Homewood, Alabama, we had a customer that came to us who had filed five different claims for $5,000 or less, and they had no idea about the impacts that these claims could have on them. You see, when you file a claim for $5,000 or less, it can have an impact of $10,000, $20,000 over a five-year period. Of course, all these claims put them on the severe repetitive loss list because they weren't aware of losses that had occurred before they bought the property 
in 2014, and evidently there have been several in 2011, 2012, and 2013. So this is something else you want to think about if you're in that Wise Lake area. Maybe you recently you bought the house. Maybe this is the first time your property is flooded that you're aware of. It doesn't mean it hasn't flooded before. So, so these are just some things you want to think about. Now, what about long-term rates? Now, with the National Flood Insurance Program, you're not going to receive these changes yet until probably a flood insurance study report is done in areas that maybe were low risk or high risk. You might have some high risk areas that are moved back to low risk. That have, This happens when you have a flood map change. So what about the private flood insurance? Well, private flood insurance, if you have a claim, you very well could see your rate, your policy non-renew. You could see rates go up significantly. You know, after the 2019 flood, we saw some rates go up to 300 percent. Because remember, these a lot of times are non-admitted policy surplus. That means they follow different guidelines than your traditional maybe home insurance carrier who is licensed in the state, and they can only increase rates so much. It's really important to understand these things and how you may want to take a look at trying to lock in a rate for year one, year two, year three. Uh, we call that rate logging, and that is an option with some insurance companies. So these are some things you just want to think about with this recent flooding event that came through Wise Lake, and really, as we talk today on March 30th, is still happening as the water is just now starting to go down. Now, remember, one of the most important things is, of course, to make sure your family is safe, but also to make sure you get the water out of that property because many times mold damage is not covered by flood insurance. So it's really something you want to think about. So that's what we wanted to talk about today was the Wise Lake flooding, you know, previous flooding combined with this, the impacts it could have on rates, availability of flood insurance. Know what you need to do should you file that claim. So if you've got questions about any of these things, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Remember, we have an educational background, flood mitigation, which means we can help you understand your flood risks, your flood insurance, and mitigating your property long term. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's podcast on the flooding of East Alabama in 2021.